Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast where Christ and Culture Connects. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the second episode of our How to Have a Powerhouse Ministry series. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful Wednesday, and I also pray that you have your journals and your Bibles near you. Now, today's podcast, as you can see from the title, we're going to be talking about ministry mission. What is the mission for ministry? Why was ministry created? What is the background? If you listen to my last episode, which was the first episode of the How to Have a Powerhouse Ministry series, you learned that a powerhouse ministry is a ministry that heals. A powerhouse ministry is also a ministry that solves a problem. A powerhouse ministry is a ministry that produ- that was produced by pain. And a a powerhouse ministry is a ministry that reproduce fruits of the spirit. So those are the four things and the four takeaways that we discussed and really dug deep into in the first episode of our powerhouse ministry series. As for today, before I dig deeper into the four points that you got on episode one, I really wanted to make sure that you guys understand the mission or the vision for ministry that God gave me or that God made me understand for my ministry. But before we get into the mission of ministry, I wanted to remind you guys that the Private Polish Party is less than two weeks away and tickets are going very, very quickly. I only have a few seats available. So if you are in the Miami area, go on Eventbrite and type in the Private Polish Party and secure your seats. Or you can head over to thechristianbay.com and secure your seats and get a ticket for you and a friend. I cannot wait to meet you all on March 15th. Lastly, if you tuned into my live last night, it was Tuesday and I did get on live at 8 p.m. And we did have a little Bible study. I'm finally accepting that it is a form of Bible study. So if you don't have a midweek service to go through to go to at your home church or in your area, you can always follow me on Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore. And I get on live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I share what God showed me during my quiet time. So you can always log on. I would love to have you, love to talk to you. After I got off live, I went on my story and I shared a little behind the scene moment that I just could not keep to myself. I shared that I will be selling Christian Bay towels at the private polish party and I showed my followers what the towels look like. They have Christian Bay quotes on them or you can personalize one for yourself. Choose whatever color or whatever image you want. Um, the towels are going to be for sale. They won't be on the website until after the private polish party because the people at the private polish party will have a select few for themselves and then whatever's left will be added to the website. But if you would like a Christian Bay towel, you can always DM me or go check out my story that it's on there. But after 24 hours, if it's gone, you can always DM me and I can show you pictures and videos of how it looks and let you know your options and what quotes you can get and what colors or if you 
simply want to customize your own, send me a DM, the Christian Bay underscore, or you can always email me, the Christian Bay at gmail.com. Now grab your journals and let's get into the word. So if you have your Bible, I want you to turn to the book of Luke. Yes, y'all, we're still in the book of Luke. Like I'm surprised too, but I just have to follow the spirit. And I'm just surprised at how many different words and episodes he's allowing me to make just from this book. Like it's mind blowing to me, but we're in the book of Luke and we're going to be coming from chapter 15. And today we're going to focus on verses one through four. And it says, now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Here we go with these teachers of the laws and Pharisees. Y'all already know anytime Jesus is about to do something great, the teachers of the law and the Pharisees are always there hating. What that sound like? That sound like your haters too. I can imagine. It's just like, you always got something to say. Like I'm doing something good. I'm trying to better myself. And you're over here in my ear, just hating for no reason. You're not getting paid to do this. So anyways, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Verse three says, then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? If you tuned into my live last night, I was talking to them and really showing them how to read the Bible and learn how to input your personal life situations into it and understand what God is trying to tell you to do or what God is trying to show you. So many people come to me and they say that reading the Bible is hard. It's just stories. They don't really know how is it giving them instructions or directions. How can they apply it to their lives? And it's because you have to read the parables for the deeper meaning you can't just read it with a blind eye you have to ask God to give you spiritual clarity spiritual understanding to really dive into this word and see that even though he's talking about sheep he's not talking about sheep he's talking about me and you you have to really get into this word and really focus on what's being said they said this man welcomes sinners and eats with them then Jesus told them suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses them this is him comparing sheep to his people if my people are out here sinning and lost in this world why wouldn't I go out and find that one that's what Jesus was saying to the Pharisees and the teachers of the law doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it he was letting them know that you're watching me be with sinners and saying I'm eating with them but you don't understand the mission behind my ministry you don't understand the vision you don't understand what's happening right now we are all God's children and whether they are sinning or not they still need to to be found God still wants their heart if you listen to the first powerhouse episode I talked about my ministry and I talked about my audience and who God has called me to reach and I talked about the verse that talked about Jesus eating with sinners and how I always use that when people will begin to judge me so today when God told me chapter 15 in Luke and it says this man welcomes sinners and eats with them I knew this was perfect for episode two because it follows up with what we talked about in episode one Jesus was eating with the sinners and he was sitting with the sinners because they are the ones who need to be healed 
And in Luke 15, verse 2, it mentions it again. This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. This person is out here hanging out with that girl and she drinks. This person is hanging out with her and she smokes weed. When people speak like that, they don't understand the mission behind ministry. They don't know what God has called you to do. If you're operating from a place of love, if you're embracing this person and still speaking the word of God to them, still praying for them in private, still letting them know that even though you made a few mistakes God still loves you I still love you I'm his vessel I'm here as a representative of God and let you know that we can get up and try again okay you felt last night you smoked last night you drunk last night but today is a new day let's try again today if people try to call you out for being that type of person you have to understand that those people don't understand the mission of ministry the mission of ministry is to reach lost sheep It says that, why wouldn't I go after the one that was lost? I'm leaving the 99. I'm leaving those who think they're perfect. I'm leaving the ones who are in church getting closer to God already. That's great. It's wonderful that those people are in church getting closer to God, but there's still some lost sheep in this world that needs to be reached. And that's why God has ministry. That's the mission and the vision behind ministry to go out and reach those lost sheep because lost sheep are equivalent to lost people and ministry was created to reach them. So if you want to have a powerhouse ministry, you have to first understand the mission behind ministry. The mission is to go out and reach the one, to go out and reach the people who are lost and help them find an answer. The answer that they need is God. He is all things. He can do all things. He can heal all things. He can answer all questions. So a lost person needs to be found so that they can find what they're looking for, which is God. And that's the mission behind ministry. So before you even talk about having a powerhouse ministry, you just need to have an understanding of ministry. And after you understand the mission of ministry, I beg you to ask yourself, do you have a heart for the lost? Because a powerhouse ministry is a ministry with a lot of power, but power is usually grounded in passion for something. That's how you become powerful in a certain area. Your passion drives you to a level of excellence. Your passion drives you to excel in that specific thing. So do you have a passion Do you have a heart for the lost? Because that's going to determine whether or not you have a powerhouse ministry. If you listen to the first episode of this powerhouse series, we talked about being a person with a problem which produces your purpose and drives passion. And that goes hand in hand with what we're talking about now. Once you go through that step of being a person and having a problem and seeing the purpose and seeing your passion in that, that leads to you being a powerhouse person that produces a powerhouse ministry. And that problem that you had will reveal your audience to you, which will also help you have a heart for the lost. Like I said, my audience is people who don't look like the typical Christian, but have a heart for God. There's many people in the world who are lost in that area because they don't know what to do. Should I just stay in the culture or should I try to take a chance in Christ, even though I know I may be judged? That is my audience. That was the problem that I had. So I do have a passion for people who are lost in that place with that mindset. So when I ask myself, do you have a heart for the loss? Yes, I have a heart for the loss, but I will also challenge you to ask yourself, do you have a heart that won't go faint? Do you have a heart that's patient? Because when it comes to having a powerhouse ministry, when it comes to having a heart for the loss, you have to understand that there are multiple ones in this world who are lost. Jesus talked about the one sheep that got away 
When you have a powerhouse ministry, you learn that it's not just one type of one that got away. And what do I mean by that? There are some who are receptive of the word and they're willing to come back to Christ and they're willing to get to know God. And there's others who is going to take a little more time. They're not really convinced. They want tangible proof to hold on to. They don't really want to hear about faith because that's not something that they can see with the physical eye. So when it comes to having a heart for the lost, you also have to ask yourself, do you have patience for the lost? So if you're taking notes, I want to give you a homework assignment. Ask yourself, what is the mission behind the ministry that God has blessed you with? We know that it's to reach the lost, right? But what is your lost? What is your one sheet? What is your audience that God is calling you to reach? And do you have a heart for them? Or do you have the mindset that, well, I'm healed now, so that's all that matters? Because there's that's some people's mindset. I could have said, well, I have a relationship with God, so I don't need to create this podcast and help other people get a relationship with God. Like, I'm Gucci, and that's all that matters. I ain't got to worry about nobody else. So you can have a problem that produces purpose and passion and not care about other people. So ask yourself, what is your lost? Who are your lost sheep that God is calling you to reach with your ministry? And then ask yourself, do you have a heart for those people? Does it hurt you when you see people going through the thing that you went through? Or are you just focusing on the fact that you're out of it? Do you have a heart for your lost people? And do you have patience to deal with the different type of people that come in that lost field? Because there's going to be more than one type of person. When I was reading this and studying this and writing down the notes for this podcast, God reminded me of somebody that I encountered when I first started my ministry and how he was showing me how to have a powerhouse ministry that also has patience. This girl, she was a transitioner, meaning transitioning from culture to Christ and really trying to grow her relationship with God. So she was a transitioner and that's who I'm called to. That's my audience. And I would pick her up from her house. I was in college at the time and she would ask me about church. She did. She had a car, but she just wasn't motivated to go. So I would pick her up from her house because I know the mission. This is ministry. So I'm picking her up from her house, taking her to church. And I remember one particular Sunday, I invited her to church on her own without me picking her up because she said she was going to drive. Actually, this was the first time because after this time, I started picking her up. So I got the story backwards. This is the first time I invited her, y'all. And I invited her and she was texting me while I was in church saying she was on her way. And I'm like, okay, I'm saving a seat for you. And then she texts me and she's like, oh, I got pulled over by the police. My tag expired. So they're trying to give me a ticket. And I was just like, dang, that's crazy. And she was like, but I'm still going to come after he finished writing the ticket. And I was like, okay. And long story short, she gave me like two more excuses after that, y'all. Like one, she said she had to go back home to get her license the first time. And then after she went back home to get her license, she got pulled over because her tag expired. Like she was just making up stuff, basically. And I spent the whole service like texting her back and forth. And I'm just like, girl, like you got me distracted on my phone because I'm trying to make sure you get here so that you can get this word and you making me miss the word. And when um the service was over you know she never showed up and it was just like frustrating it was really annoying because it's just like you were lying the whole time like eventually I found out that she was lying she was never on her way to church she just didn't want to say that she wasn't coming and that was God teaching me patience and teaching me that when you start your because at this time my ministry wasn't up and running this was him molding me for ministry 
and I should make that an episode as well. But he was molding me and preparing me for ministry and showing me that it won't always be easy because it's not easy for God himself. So if I'm his vessel, I'm a reflection of him. Why do I think it's going to be easy for me? There will be some people who give you a hard time or who waste your time because they're torn. They're hot and cold. You have to think about and reflect on your journey. It was probably some days where you read the Bible and some days where you skipped out or some days where you were committed to getting closer to God and other days where you were just like, uh, I'm kind of good off that. You have to think back to who you were and how you were when you were in that season that that lot this lost sheep is in. So God used this girl to teach me patience and to show me that just because you know it was a rough patch and she was lying, that doesn't mean you give up on her. That doesn't mean you stop being her friend. You try a new route because it says in the word that he goes out and he looks for the lost sheep until he finds it. So there may be different ways for different sheep or different people to be found in your ministry. And you just have to be patient and flexible and understand that it's God stretching you and using you in different forms and different ways to reach different people. So like I said, this was God molding me for ministry and really showing me how he works and letting me get to know his characteristics and how ministry is ran by him. So he was showing me different ways to reach people. I thought I needed to reach her by inviting her to church. But when it came down to it, I reached her by being a reflection of Christ in everyday life. So I was inviting her over to my dorm. I did her hair for free once. I did box braids on her hair, y'all. It took me some hours. Hours Like I was up to 2 a.m. doing her hair for free. Okay, like it took me hours, but I was being a reflection of Christ and showing her God's love in everyday life. I didn't need to reach her by inviting her to church. And that's what I thought at the time because I'm new in my journey. So I'm thinking that's the only way that you reach people. And God showed me, no, you reach people with your words and how you treat them and with your actions. You really get out there and be me in the flesh for them. And that's how you reach people. And when it come came down to this girl literally this past weekend I saw I received a notification on the Bible app if you guys have the Bible app you see that they have a new feature called prayer and she put up a prayer on the Bible app and the notification came to my phone and it just reminded me of the seasons to where I couldn't even get her to come to church she lied to me about coming to church and y'all this was like five years ago this is like 2015 she lied to me about coming to church and now today she's like the first person I saw use the prayer um, feature on the Bible app. So it just shows that my actions and the way that I treated her, the way that I showed her God love in spite of her lying, she lied multiple times. I'm not even going to cap. She would lie. But in spite of that, I was still a reflection of God and God allowed me to see this weekend that none of it was in vain. It was all producing planting seeds in her that would produce fruit that I'm now able to see that wow like even before I knew what I was doing I was in ministry reaching people and helping people get closer to God and even though it didn't happen as quick as I would have liked it to happen God allowed me to see this weekend that it still happened she's praying and I'm not even in Virginia anymore she's publicly posting it she's open with her faith now and it all started with lying it all started with her being hot and cold and me having to be consistent because a powerhouse ministry is a ministry that's constantly reflecting god so how to have a powerhouse ministry understand the mission behind the ministry and practice patience with people by having a heart for the lost let's pray 
Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the privilege of being in your presence, Lord, the privilege of reading your word and diving into deeper and understanding what is it that you're trying to show us, Father God? What message are you trying to get across to us so that we can get it across to your children, Father God? I pray that me and every person listening to this podcast continues to have a heart for the laws, Father God. Show us the audience that you've called us to. Show us the people who you've called us to help, Father God, and then equip us with the words and the skills and the mindset to fulfill what you've called us and what you've placed on this earth for us to do, Father God. God, we pray that you constantly give us the ability and the obedience to decrease ourselves and not just think about ourselves and not just be selfish and say, well, I'm healed. So that's all that matters, Father God. No, allow us to see the pain and the hurt of others and help us seek you so that we can be a solution in their lives, Father God. Help us to not only be powerhouses, but to do powerhouse things, to have powerhouse ministry, to have a powerhouse voice, to have a powerhouse anointing that heals any presence of any hurt person that we come across, Father God. I thank you for the listeners. I pray that you protect them, Father God. I pray that you protect their mind, Father God. I pray that you refill their confidence and remind them that you've called them and you've chosen them and you've placed authority and power inside of them to make someone else's lives better, Father God. I pray that they have a successful week. I pray that they dive deeper into your word and really understand that in order to have a powerhouse ministry, you have to be a powerhouse and you've equipped and called all of us to be a powerhouse in Jesus name. I love you. We love you and will forever praise your name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay podcast. If you know someone with the ministry or if you're interested in starting a ministry, understand that you have to have the clear understanding of the mission. You have to have a heart for the loss and you must practice patience with people because every person that you encounter, every flock that you have, every people that God brings to you and wants you to reach and wants to use you with, they're all going to be different because we're all different people we all receive words differently we all act differently so there are so many different ways that God can use you in and out of ministry to make someone lives better so just pray for his direction and pray for clarity to really understand what he's doing in this season of your life and understand the mission of ministry and the making of you I love you guys so much I have a new YouTube video that will be posted tomorrow. It's three steps to help you figure out and discover your purpose. So don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Christian Bay. And I will talk to you guys on Friday with another episode of How to Have a Powerhouse Ministry. Bye.